Hello, and welcome to the 14th episode of Columbus Local Podcast. I'm Len D'Amico, and today it is my great pleasure, <laughs> after, after, after Julie has mixed some fine tequila-based cocktails, yes, to, uh, to have Sean Pruden. Hey, brother. Thanks for having me, man. Sean, it's, it's awesome that you guys came to hang out totally today. Totally honored. This place is amazing. Oh, that's cool, man. Yes. You know, having you yeah. here is, is fun, too, because the whole point of the Columbus uh, Local Podcast is to get to know some of the, the jewels of the city, right, oh, in, yeah. in the area of, of music. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, and, of course, you are um, heavily involved with um, some, some projects that uh, I'll let you uh, describe. Well, of course, we have Hot Lucy, and... Um, we are, uh, we've been together for 10 years, and we're starting to write originals, and that's what we're going to do. So we're not going to be playing very many gigs. We're just going to be in the studio, trying to get out an EP, hopefully by the end of the year. And um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at with that. There's the Soul Seder Horns Band. Uh, we'll be playing at Flint Station um, sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Julie? We do lady? have we do have Julie here, but uh, and uh, Flint Station, and then um, you know, there's something new coming around the corner. So oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah look forward to uh, learning about that. Oh, we're gonna keep it a little quiet. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, we're just stashing at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sorry, no, dude, that's all good, man. <laughs> there, there's really no rules. Right, right. Yourself. There's going to be some f bombs, probably, but yeah. you know you'll have that. Just look, man. Just be yourself. That's, that's important. Me. That's me. I get accused of doing that too often. So that sounds great, man. And I'm sure it's all keeping you busy. Um, but you know, uh, where did all of this music start for you, Sean? I would say it was very early. Um, I had a cousin of mine that taught me how to play the entertainer on the keyboard, and uh, it was kind of went from there. Kind of went from there, and. Uh, and then it went to cello after that, and uh, went to East Moore High School, and <clears throat> got involved in the orchestra and the cello, and it was fun. And then uh, one day I walked in, and there was a sub, and he was uh, from OSU. He was a teacher, and uh, he was playing stand-up bass, and I could hear the that swing, man, that, and that was just wait a minute. How old? How old are you? I would say 11, 12. Oh, wow, yeah, that's good. So you got bit. Yeah. <laughs> bit so, with a thump. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I want to do that on this. And he said, you can't do this on that. And I was like, well, I am done with this. So there it is. <laughs> From then on, uh, you know, my first, uh, after that was uh, a Christmas gift of the JCPenney catalog uh, Harmony Bass with the, uh, with the amp that I blew the same day. <laughs> Gotta go, gotta go bigger. It's been a joy ride ever since. Literally, like once once that bug hit, and I knew that that's what I was gonna be. It was early. I was like, I'm totally into this full, full on. Yeah. So, uh, in so you you grew up in Columbus. You you, uh, you've been in a couple bands. (laughs) Just a few. (laughs) There was, but but you but but you know, rumor. Not even rumor, but. you know, you're still playing with some of the people that you knew back then. Right? Oh yeah, me and Bradley have been playing together for 38 years. And so, how how did you guys meet? 
Well, it was um, uh, it was back. And we're talking about Matt Bradley. We're talking about Matt Bradley, guitarist yeah. for Hot Lucy I had, and some other, you know, right. projects. I had my singer friend who was also helping me on uh, on the bass and stuff, and I used to roadie for him and do things. They were a band called Strike, uh, and they were awesome and they were amazing. And so I used to roadie for him. And uh, he calls me up and uh, he's like, hey, ride your bike down here. You got to hear this guy play guitar. And so I get there and we go, we, we, I walk in and he's uh, literally playing Spanish Fly from Van Halen, which back in those days, and you didn't see anybody but Eddie doing that. Right. And I was just blown away. And I'm like, hey, man, are you in a band? He's like, no. I'm like, you are now. <laughs> you are now. You're in my band. You're in my band. <laughs> Our band. Yeah, that's sweet. And we played together and stuff. And it started out as Teacher's Pet was the, the first band with Scott Tennyson on drums, Jason Mallory vocals. And then it changed to uh, Long Gone after that. And uh, Long Gone, we, we won a, uh, the Rock Wars at Lamas. And, um, and then it just kind of progressed. A little bit after that, and then uh, with uh, James B. Young was a big part of that. And uh, the best thing about him when he came in is we were just kids, and he was just a little—he was you know a couple of years older. And uh, he had just came back from L.A. and he had all these stories, man. They were just so good. You know, we would rehearse, but then there would be just Biggie telling stories for an hour and a half, and they were—they and they were the best. And uh, it gave you. You know, you couldn't wait to get back to practice to to tighten things up and make everything, you know, really flow. And we worked on three days, three nights a week at my at my parents' house in the basement. Got it going, and uh, Long Gone was a good was a good band. It was fun. We played our wrestling stuff. It was fun. Were, were you a teenager or beyond beyond the teenage? I would say, uh, I mean, I'm still a teenager. I I know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm like. We have a stationary microphone, and, and yeah. Sean, Sean is spinning around like like I like, don't like it's doing well. <laughs> so I don't know how the audio is going to come across, man. I want to, I just I, I want to hear you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. That was good. Long run happened. We did a bunch of um, the, uh, children with AIDS, children with AIDS benefits at the um, oh. Down off of, in, on campus, the big one, uh, not the Al Russo, but the other one. The Newport? Newport, yes. Yeah. But okay. it was called the It Gordon? was the Newport. Band. Okay, okay. And we did that, and, um, and, and Long Gone had opened up for uh, Shock 2. And me and Bradley were up. Stop doing She's trying to help out. Joy me and Bradley were up, <laughs> we're up on the balcony, right? And yeah. Martellino is doing his... Uh, doing his drum check and all that and he go, goes into the, the Led Zeppelin uh, beat and stuff and, he, and we're just like man that guy right there is on fire so, so that's when you met Rick yeah you heard that, him was, that was like 89 really yeah wow 89-90 and Chris Wood was on drums at the time uh, he also works at Ace, Ace of Cups now but yeah, we heard Marlino and we were like, you know, that guy. And then so he's here beast. we are later again. Yeah, he's he's incredible. <coughs> you get you get to play with the guy, you know, in yeah, band all around for, professional for thirty years. Not really thirty, because we kind of. I mean, I took a little break off, uh, raised kids and stuff. Sure. You know, um, then when I got out, <laughs> pulled the bass back out of the closet. Well, I mean, 
Parks and stuff. Oh, know, right. when they got out in 2007. I know those. <laughs> I know those stories. And I'm like, I've wait a minute, some of that is, are you kidding me? What is this? <clears throat> MySpace. Oh, Matt Bradley. You know what I mean? And that, that's literally how it started. Hmm. And I'm like, hey, you need to come by and um, you know let's get together and play and stuff. And so I had an apartment off East Broad. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'll be over around nine. So he shows up at midnight yep. with his Marshall stack <laughs> in a cardinal apartment. <laughs> I'm literally playing through like a stereo. I didn't even have a bass amp at the time. And we played for three hours, didn't say a word to each other. So wow, played, just jammed. Played till three in the morning. Nobody complained because it was good. <laughs> if it had sucked, the cops would have been calling. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, my neighbors knew me. And, but since that point, though, forward, you yeah, know, yeah. And, so, so how'd you get Rick involved? That did you was he the the obvious choice? Or <laughs> um, yeah, I mean he was. Um, when we started, we were in Scooby Doe for a while with Chris Kegley. Um, we did some of that stuff, which was which was totally fun. So good, he's such a good comedian. Oh yeah, and um, and then so we did a, a gig with my friend Wayne Alman, which uh, plays drums and sings. And we, me and Matt have known him like back in the day, back in the 88, 89. And uh, <clears throat> so we called ourselves uh, Four Guys. <laughs> we played Jay's Sports Lounge. Right. And then we had uh, a singer, a certain singer, um, sing with us. Um, am I allowed to say his name legally, Julie? No. No, okay. Oh, there's a. <laughs> so, so a person. Yeah, right. So that was the first gig, and we played it there, and uh, <laughs> we skip over that. And we go, we'll come back to it later when it comes to the lazy bastards. Yes. Okay, yes. that's cool. Okay, so anyway, so we play this gig, and everybody knows Merv Roland, of course, from The Point. Merv, yeah. Oh, yeah. Merv I, did, I think, the fourth podcast for Columbus Local. Merv is great. It's a great story. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 it's opened, a great story. we used to open up for The Point and stuff, and it was, there was just so much fun. Mm -hmm. And so Merv was there, and then so after the first time we get through, he's like, your band name is Hot Lucy. Oh, my God. And we're like, what? He's like, it's hot. With two T's. Loose. <laughs> well, I had to add the second T because there was another band called Hot Lucy. <laughs> I was going to ask where the second T came from. That's it? Yeah. Because there was another band. They were in uh, Canada or something, and they wouldn't find us. Interesting. So I just, went in, just added the T. That's smart. <laughs> right. That's smart. It's like how the, well, Beatles, the Beatles the Beatles see. changed their name too. Didn't they? <laughs> did they? Different different reason. Um Oh, that's interesting. So Murph gets gets the, the tip of the hat. He totally gets the the credit for um for doing that for us. Yeah. And He's the, like it's hot. Logo. It's weird. It's hot. But it's loose. <laughs> Which pretty much explains it. And we always love bringing up local musicians and stuff. And I think that's one of the things about Hot Lucy, which has always been that way. We've always been the musician's band, you know what I mean? We're the yeah. band musicians come out to. And when you come out, we're going to pull you up on stage. You know what? You, you bring that up, and I'll, I'll just, you, you probably don't remember. But, um, you know, I um, was probably, I don't know, 15 years into my musical journey, right? I started late. Mm -hmm. But, um, I always admired Hot Lucy, right, from afar. You guys didn't know me from Adam, but right. I was at the shows, right? I'm one of those people, you know, <clears> back, you know, having a drink and, and just just rocking out with you guys. But, <clears throat> excuse me, um, 
when I when I did meet you guys eventually, and we we had opportunity to have conversations. The next show that I went to was at Quaker Steak and Lube, and I don't remember what year it was, but it wasn't that long ago, probably four or five years ago, um, potentially only two years ago. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Too many of these cocktails, Julie. Yeah, but it was a it was a Hot Lucy show, and um, I was just you know, I was like you know um, really really digging what was happening, and um, uh, Matt leans down and puts his guitar on me like mm-hmm. oh, you guys were in the trailer <laughs> and i turn around and there's i remember that there's effing 400 that. people there <laughs> big probably one of the largest crowds <laughs> that i've ever had a guitar strapped on that whose all eyes are on me and, and you and rick are up there just grooving to a Jimi hendrix foxy lady groove i think oh. one of those okay yeah. and um i'm like Shit, I think it's an E flat. I don't know. <laughs> oh and, yeah. And then, so well, I finally found the key, and then I just I got to rock out with you guys, and man, that was so much. I, I, I was, remember that time and I it. just it, I just looked at Matt. I was just so grateful to him, you know, right. and in that that moment, you know, I was right. standing there with Charles Valentino. He, he, I remember we were that. hanging out, right? But um, that was uh, that was that was really cool. Shortly after that, we got Charles Valentino into the, the whole room. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Which we had previously, how we met Charles yeah. was at the uh, Jesus Christ Superstar thing that they put on. Yeah. And he did both parts um, and just changed the role. The main character. Him. Yeah. And Jesus. the anti person. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did them both. <laughs> and it was amazing. And we met a lot of people that, that for that show. But that's how that, you know, if you want to. I'm gonna yeah, go. I'm gonna go here, and I'm gonna go there, and I'm gonna go over here, and back over there. Oh, I like so it. I like it, Bruce. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's. that's you're not bothering. You're not bothering the thing, man. All right. Um, Char- I love Charles. Yeah. I love. I love his yeah. uh, his presence and his um, just his bandmate is Oh yeah. You know, he's yeah. a good good guy. You know, good human. Vocals. <laughs> I'll leave that to you. Yeah, <laughs> I love that about it. Me too. Because he's totally correct. <laughs> You always have to work on the background vocals. You always have to have it. We had one of those last night. Did, it's great important. With uh, days gone by. Yeah. yeah. Even stuff. without mics, to do it, uh, do your vocal practice without mics, which is talking about. Yeah, he's awesome with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't, I have a very limited range. Right. So I don't do too many vocals in days gone by. Right. They don't let me. But I do sing two songs. <laughs> I sing a Lou Reed tune. Okay. And then also a cult song. Right. Which those guys aren't known for their vocals, but right. they are known for being pretty cool. Yeah, right. And, well, They're well, cool songs. Oh, no, yeah. No, I love it. But you guys uh, are actually on our list. We haven't seen you yet. Because we've been. We're playing Wednesday, Quaker Steak. Mm-hmm. I have it on my list. Because cool. we have a list. Because um, all Lucy's not playing so much, and then Soul Sailing. We're trying to get out and make sure that we hit uh, everybody's band, you know, from Phoenix Rising. Uh, Kelly Rush, that's, that's a great. That's she's a doing great a wonderful band. job. And then uh, we got to see Fusion; they were phenomenal. It was great. Uh, we got to see Shuck and Bubba Deluxe; they were amazing. Is it too quiet? You're quiet, man. I, I mean, I'm watching the meter. Everybody I'm knows nervous. Like, hey, shut up! You're so loud. If you heard my first <laughs> podcast, it sounded great when right. it was getting recorded, but when by the time it made it to Spotify, yeah, I couldn't hear Lars. Oh, right. Okay. And then. Um, 
it had nothing to do with the distance. It ha had a technical glitch, which it, which explains all this new equipment. Right. Just wait till three in the morning. We were like, shut up, Sean. All I can hear is your voice. <laughs> Julie, I think we need another round of these tequila drinks. <laughs> all I can hear is you. <laughs> So um, by the time by the time the second episode though I, I had equipment upgrade it took me a little while to figure out what was going on but uh, okay. you know when you do this this stuff you gotta you gotta grassroots it sound okay. sound engineer learning all the way you know through the distribution to the thinking about doing platforms like, and whatnot you put it on video and YouTube it you know maybe well, uh, maybe um, that that's a lot of I, you know my 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 game plan was to. Um, you know, invest a year, mm -hmm. see who's interested oh, in yeah. doing episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm booked like one to three folks a week right through the end of the year, yeah, 2023. Yeah. I so I know the end. Well, that'd be great, Sean. I mean, it, because it, you know, there's no there's no monetization here, right? Like it's it's out. It's just out a great grassroots yeah kind of uh, platform for folks to talk about right. their, their their past. I think some of the things you said so far. Folks maybe didn't know about you, right? And the things that you're gonna say, because <laughs> like, like, dude, what, like, what, what's, what's one of the can hit, hit us with a hot Lucy crazy story? Maybe not hot Lucy, but many mansions. Yeah, there'd be the many mansion story. Well, uh, Catherine hit that story already. Did he? He did. Uh, he was uh, not too long ago. <clears throat> did Did he mention the fact that I had to walk the stripper around and stuff? No, he didn't go that well, far. Right. <laughs> you can You can tell. You can. Yeah, once, you can. Once you validate confidence. Would you put that out as you know? You have to come back to episode two to hear the Minnie Manson stripper All story. Right. We'll we'll let you hear Cawthorn's version, you know, oh, his, his episode, and then then you can you'll know what to say. The, the, all I know is he came in. He was like, "Who the hell is <laughs> a guitar case?" We're like, "It was him," because <laughs> his face was like in his guitar case. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> David David did a good job of describing what was happening. It was pretty cool, but I had no idea, you know. That he had performed with you guys. You <coughs> I know, would say the uh, basis of, of Hot Lucy, the right. section. There was a time when I um, I think I tried out. I'm not sure. Me and Matt were at a dirty side down. We did one of those kind of yeah. rehearsal things and it was fun. And then um, at that show, um, we had Drew Simmons that was on vocals and he paid $45 for a uh, 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 Metallica, what do you want to call it, thing on your face. I don't have one, so what's it called? A goatee? The goatee. Yes. This thing? A soul? A soul under the lip? No, he did have to hold your head. Hold you. thing going. This thing. We mine, the, mine blends into my face. We were the old now. We were the four horsemen, but there was five of us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And you know what? It's, the Metallica uh, uh, tribute, right? Yeah. And literally, I just remember us, you know, the three of us standing around Rick when we were rehearsing that stuff and just really dissecting the Metallica thing and it was huge. We we're like, you know, it's not bad. It's tricky, it's fun, it's good, it's no Megadeth, but still good. Yeah. And so that, that was a very fun show. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh PA. Yeah. Blew my knee out, third song. Oh, end. dude. Yeah, swelled up so big. 
that the uh, stripper chick didn't mind dragging me all around the thing after the work. But anyway, what? <laughs> Julie, this is pre Julie. <laughs> so, so was it a long night backstage, or what, what happened there? <clears throat> well, the funny thing was, as many men said he looked like him, but he was like three feet tall, right? And part of his rider was this, I never seen a, a Jägermeister bottle that big. It was, he was three feet, it was like two feet. And he's trying to pour these shots, he's spilling them around, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and then he had the stripper kick. And um, once she got paid, she grabbed me. And even though my name was all swollen up, she drove me all around, took me into the men's restroom. And I'm like, what's well, gonna happen here? Wow, crazy stripper chicks grabbed me, taking me to the men's restroom. Now she goes in there and bangs heroin, <laughs> almost passes out. And you're gonna bum me and you're stuck. No, I, I just walked out. Oh, okay, so you were able to get out. I had nothing in the game. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> I even had my, my dad and my son were there at the gig too. They were up at the hotel during the stripper and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, it was. It's just the, those kind of stories are what makes makes you get up in the morning and do it all over again. You know, uh -huh. <laughs> you never know. I have a couple of those. Okay, what do you got? I um, so I, I've lived mostly in the suburbs in Columbus area, and I uh, had some neighbors and. Um, one of their, one of my neighbors was um, uh, having their um, their brother. Uh, shout out to Don Burdick, okay, mm -hmm. who was a he's a good great vocalist, right. you know, um, and he could play some some guitar too. And we, um, you know, got together, hung out. He's like, hey man, uh, we got to bring you to uh, Watkins Glen, upstate New York. We're leaving tomorrow morning at six, seven o'clock in the morning. Pack your pack your shit. We're going. And I'm like. I was married and I talked, you know, I talked to my spouse and she was cool with it. So we, um, so I packed my stuff and drove it up there. We, and, uh, we ended up, um, with, uh, a, uh, campsite that kind of oversaw the whole campgrounds. So there were hundreds of campers inside the infield of the racetrack. It's very dirty. Very dirty dancing, Julie saying. Very dirty dancing. I, you, you know, you're right about that. Um, and you know, we so we were playing all rock and rock and roll covers up 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 at night for two nights. Um, one night, um, you know, we had there were so many people that we had to put like a table in front of the band, and there was maybe seven people playing, a couple guys with guitars, etc. So. Um, while we're while we're jamming one night, uh, middle of the night, um, the, the crowd parted, and this very voluptuous woman um, with great curves uh, starts up the beelining, eye locks on me, comes right up to me, lean, leans over the table. I mean, look at all this now. I know, totally paid for. <laughs> Yours for the taking, right? Almost, but um, not 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 presently. <laughs> yes, right, right, right. Disclaimers are in there. So she leans over. She's like, "If you play Eric Clapton's <clears throat> Cocaine, everybody will leave. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my top off." Okay. And I go, lean over to the singer. Dude, we're changing songs. So I do the, 
the Eric Clapton riff, you know. And she gets up on that table and she takes off her top. Again, dirty dancing, I think. That takes off her top. The crowd of hundreds, literally hundreds of campers, they're just going crazy. Flashlights are all on her. Right. Beautiful woman. And she had on some Daisy Dukes. And so she was kind of bending over, kind of, you know, right. jiggling the front. And, you know, how? remember how, and maybe they do it still today. I don't know. But at the time, there was that whale tail thong thing that went right. over the top of the jeans. All right. You know what? Don't one up me on my stories, but go ahead. <laughs> well, it gets better, dude. The whale tail, like right, it was right in, right in my face. Okay. And her butt crack kind of went up Jeez. above the whale tail about maybe an inch or two. Okay. And yeah. I point at it. Okay. I, I'm pointing at that. And, <laughs> and the harmonica guy, six foot three gym harmonica player, reaches into his pocket, pulls out about seven bucks worth of change. He starts putting coins into her butt crack. Right. Unbeknownst to her. So. Wait a minute. So. So. And we're playing. I, I wasn't doing it. I was playing guitar. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So Jim's doing. So Jim's, de- Jim's depositing all this money into this girl's ass. And uh, in the meantime, there's a guy in front of her. Is it actually in her ass or just like. It's in the crack, okay. dude. It's I mean, like going in there, you know? And, and then the thong was kind of keeping, trying to keep up. keeping things, you know, in there. Okay. So this guy grabs her. This guy grabs her from the front, puts, him, puts her over his shoulder, and disappears into the woods. Uh-huh. So two things entered my mind at that moment. One, that's somebody's daughter. Uh, right, oh. And first and foremost, the second thing was, what's that guy thinking when he peels those panties off and seven bucks worth of change? He's talking about set. I mean, (laughs) that's like two drinks, dude. The whole time, me and the singer laughing our asses off. Don, Don, and I were just like we're witnessing this whole thing. We're talking about it in between songs. I mean, we wrote a song called Coin Slot Girl. Okay. Of course. Of course. So, and I think, I think Don Burdick, if you listen to this podcast, man, you know, hopefully you still have that napkin you wrote those lyrics on. We'll record that thing. That's my, that's a, that's my, that's a great story. That's my story, man. Okay, you can join me on my next podcast. It's going to be 715 Glenn Monaco. Episode seven fifteen. Say right, they probably did. I don't know. Seven fifteen. What's seven fifteen? Tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> July. Yes. Speaking of which, seven one four. The gods. Those were terrible. I never ate one of those, man. That I knew of. I right. think I've been roofied before. That's I've a whole another story. Oh, I've been Sean roofied several times. That's not fun. Um, it depends on which what it is. You want it, probably one of those because it was back when they were, you know, going like M and M's. But um, the, the gods in Columbus, Ohio, had a big announcement today. You know, oh, yeah. they were announcing uh, uh, their, yeah, that's great. their new Steve CD. Mitchell. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. 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 The whole lineup is is out there, and they're going to have a new uh, release in yeah. November. I think at King of Clubs. So, not that I'm, you know, authorized to promote anything, but I thought that was really cool. Oh no, it's always great. It's always great to hear. Yeah. You know, Mark Chatfield's a local legend. Absolutely. So, you know, as long as we can keep that going, let's do it. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, I bared my soul there for that story. <laughs> I'm going to I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like, 
I'm recovering. I almost need a cigarette after that last story. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sean has a roofie story. You have a roofie story. Yeah, Sean, I can check with me. Which one? Florida. Fort Myers. Yeah, I got a roofie in Fort Myers one time. It was terrible. Were you, uh, was this last, last month? No, no, it was yesterday. Yesterday, that was Because <laughs> you were just in Florida. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, you know, me and Joey went to Fort Myers, blah, 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 yada, yada. We're at morning breakfast on top of this place, and there's this weird trucker couple. I'm just going to talk here. Danny huh? Kai. Yeah, I'm just going to talk here for a second. Okay. Weird trucker couple that would stop talking to us when we were all weird, and they kept on talking about how you could leave a body in the desert. And it was weird. And, uh, and then next thing you know, we go down to the bottom basement bar, we're drinking rum runners, you know, I mean, and I've had like maybe two. And then uh, Joey goes up to get us another round, and they're thinking that, you know, I'm drinking the rum runner, she's drinking the Coors Light. So they thought it was good, they were going to be her. But it was me. <laughs> and I drank that, and I walked out like, wow. In the, uh, I would walk out in the ocean just for that, and the next thing you know, I just down on the ground, couldn't even get up. And uh, that's not me. I mean, I don't think I've ever done that. I've done a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, I think you kind of know when something's not right. Right. And you know that you didn't do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't even move. Oh, sorry, man. It was terrible. It, was, well, it is what it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it did happen. It did happen. I mean, there was other times, but that was when we were at the parties, and it was just acid, so it was okay. Because <laughs> everybody was everybody was home safe. Right, People right. People care about each other. Yes, spot. good. Listening to music, and yeah, no, it's all good. Um, How did you get to the roofies today? How did that happen? Um, I, you know, I don't know. I think Joey brought it up. I think Joey brought it up. Hey. Just causing trouble. Yeah. Um... <laughs> who are your, who are some of the favorite people that you've uh, have fronted bands that you've you've been in? Because you know Sean, you, you, between you and Rick, that that rhythm section is like killer. I mean, and I complained about the wedding band, but Sean's and Rick was a was a good great front person. Yeah, I was a great leader. Yeah, he led that thing all the way, and um, that was awesome. And taught me a little organ organizational skills. Like he'd be like, "You can't take that orange cord and put it on stage. It's orange." I'm like, "Who cares?" <laughs> it it provides electricity to my amplifier. So then he bought me a like a black <laughs> cable cord to the very next show. Very next wedding was you know, he brought me a a black cord. Like, you know, so that it looked better? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that guy either, dude. No, no, it's all good. We were making, you know, stupid money. Whatever, whatever you say, brother, I'm just going to complain about it until you pay me, and then I'll put the best on. Yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> How long did that band go for? I mean, that's, that's weddings, man. They did, like... <clears throat> As a band, Next Exit did like over 900 gigs. It's amazing. That's cool. I did three. I did three years and 178 shows. Um, you know, 100 some weddings. But you know, it was a good thing. It, it was what it was. It's just you know, 
Who, who the hell doesn't know I'm on the radio right now? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude, your phone's been coming off the hook since you got here. <laughs> it's Friday night. It's my son walking around in the front of where my brain camera is. Um, but no, the wedding band was good. You know, it was the thing. It made me appreciate the fact that I don't want to ever play that kind of music ever again in my life. So that's how kind of how Lucy also started. Because uh, Rick and uh, Matt were in a wedding band as well. And we just wanted to play Van Halen and Led Zeppelin and songs that we liked. And that's what we did. We love it. Since 2007-ish, give or take? No, no. Well... Oh, she's 10, so that's 13. Okay. But, you know, once I got out 2007, me and Matt have been playing and doing stuff. It's been great. Yeah. It's great. He knows where I'm going. I know where he's going. Uh, we lived together for a while. Uh, you know, we would practice. He would wake up. He's like, okay, let's learn this Ingve Malmsteen song. And I'm like, ah, Jesus. You know? <laughs> he, he had the hard part, man. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did he? <laughs> you ever heard anybody play bass? Some of it isn't easy either. <laughs> no, man. But we love that. And it's a strong push. It was always a strong push to learn and do new stuff. Yeah. Now, so I, I do want to bring up a weird thing, and I'm not being weird. But it's going to be weird. <laughs> so back in the day, in 1991, I went to a certain blues jam at a certain club that I'm not allowed to talk about. Per legal. Again, again, <laughs> again with a disclaimer. All right, that's cool. Per legal. And what it is, is you would go to these blues jams, and you know, there would be good, great players there. You'd sign your name on the list, blah, blah, blah. You'd get there at six o'clock, you'd be all set up, you're ready to go. And they'd be like, okay, we're going to play uh, some Chicago blues off of 10th Avenue. Address is 1721. It's that kind of blues. And I'm like, just start the song. Just what key? What key are we? Just play the song. Playing. The key is straight up. I'm with you. And it got to be the where it wasn't fun. You know, it wasn't fun. So after um, the second time we go, we go to this certain place. I can't talk about it per legal Dolphin Lounge, and uh, <laughs> we get there extra early just so we just we just want to get up there and play do our thing blah blah blah. Sure. A little band, it's blues. Um, so we get up there and we get there and the dude's sitting on the stage reading out of the paper giving his editorials on what he reads in the newspaper which when I think about it now it's kind of like it was like Facebook stuff in a way you know what I mean here he is he's got right. this big microphone he wants to talk about the stupid shit and what his opinions are and I yell out hey play a song <laughs> Because we've already been there for an hour and still no music. And nothing's happening. Yeah, you know, let's go on. You're getting much. frustrated. I have to work in the morning. Right. And then uh, the owner said, if you say that one more time, I'm going to ban you for life in here. Three, two, one. Play a song! <laughs> Were you banned for life, Sean? I was. We did go back, uh, but that was all different management stuff. But yeah. the very next week, I started the word open stage in right. this town. Oh, good for you. In 91. 91, it was in uh, Stars Bar, which was off of Chatterton Road. Yeah. And my rules were 
I kind of was into Saturday Night Live and it was funny back then. And I thought it'd be great to be able to just just get people up and plus the Eric Clapton Prince's Trust concerts. Remember those back days? Sure. When he'd be up there and there was Ronnie Wood and everybody was on stage. That stuff just really took off in my mind. And that's what I wanted it to be. And I'm like, it's a totally open stage. You can do what the hell you want. You can come up here and sing comedy. You can do a skit. That'd be awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of that kind of thing. So the open stage. And we did that there for quite a few years. And it was on a Wednesday night and there would be It'd be like a Friday. I mean, it'd be almost to the point where I couldn't get everybody up on stage to play. And it was great, and it was awesome. And then somebody was like, man, you let me play. And I'm like, all you had to do was come up, stand in front of me, give me a shitty look on your face, and I'll get you up on stage. <laughs> so, same rules go for the bar jam. If you've ever been to the bar jam, have you ever been to the bar jam? No. There's, there, you know, there's a couple of those that, that folks do, you know, um, that I, I've, I've never <laughs> been able to attend for one reason or another. Bar Not jam. that I don't want to do it, because I do. Right. There, you get, is, is the bar jam, um, was that the one that you guys sponsored? Yeah, we started. Yeah. We started. Yeah. Yeah, we started at her house. Um, after I told Julie we were going to redo the basement and make it the theater room, and then the drums ended up being where the... Where the TV screen was supposed to be. Yeah. Where the TV was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. But we would do it like a couple times a year. And it was really fun. Everybody thought that our garage was Hookaville. You know what I mean? Like I had neighbors and stuff. So we moved it to the Patterson's Tower and Patty Patterson. They were yeah. Patterson's to do that. And so we've been doing it out there. And That's you know, cool. It's a really good time. It's just, it's what it's all about. It's an open stage. Just local musicians getting together, supporting each other. We get up. Do you want to know this song? I don't know. Let's go. You know, let's just put, let's do stuff. Let's, you know, drink beer, uh, talk shop, eat uh, awesome food, and have a great time. And so the bar jam is, is a big deal. It goes on uh, September 30th. Cool. So if you want to know, just message me oh, and I'll send you the stuff. I will. Yeah. No, it's, it's Me- Megabeth would, she'd, she'd have a good time with that too. Yeah. I mean, I need more oh, bass yeah. players because I end up playing for like nine hours and it's terrible. It's just, just kidding. <laughs> I'll bring more tequila. Oh, sweet. Because I think we're running out. That's okay, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, here we are, what, we're mid-July 2023. Um, Hot Lucy's looking to do some uh, original material, man. That's, that's exciting. We have it. And we put together. Okay. So the, the, the production of the uh, media. Yeah, we'll be at Joe Beers for sure. Nice. We'll be doing it for sure. Nice. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, and you got a new project? That's, that's good. Yeah, something new. Where did, uh, where did Prue Dog come from, from a, from a term? <clears throat> well, back you? before I <laughs> got the universal alopecia, which means you don't have any hair anywhere. Less hair I got, more head I get, that kind of stuff. God only made a few good heads. Lefty put hair on all that stuff. <laughs> what, did they say something wrong? No. <laughs> anyway, I had long hair. I had long blonde hair. You still have eyebrows. I don't have any eyebrows. You don't? If you number that fucker if you eyelashes, see it. Eyelashes? Eyelashes? No. Put a number on it if you see it. Does. If you see one, number it. 
Okay, so this this Number is a, one, this is a condition. This is you're not bullshit. It's alopecia. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a Facebook group, but I got kicked off for being mouthy. Really, dude? I, I I can't even imagine that being the case. No well, way. You know, people suck on the internet anyway. All right, so this okay. So when I was like 18 years old, my hair was down. We're good. Oh, somebody here. No. I hear that about, you know, you know, it was yeah. down there. And um, the next thing you know, I'm like uh, taking a shower and I'm like, what the hell? Who put the nair in my shampoo? Right. You know what I mean? That's fucked up. Yep. And I start thinking about the people that been in my house and stuff. And I'm like, who's that guy? There was nobody else. Ooh, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> now, it could have been them still. Let's think about this. Let's think about it. But anyway, I lost it all. It's all. But my, yeah. my buddy, uh, he's not with us now, Bob Connell. Uh, you know, we hung together, and uh, he used to call me Prue Dog Woof Woof, just because Prue Dog was easier to say than Prudent, I think. But he called me that forever, and uh, it always says stock. So it's kind of like a stage name, you know, Prue Dog. Yeah. Woof Woof. Cool. Plus, I talk like a dog, too. Like, Prue Dog stuff. Prue Dog. Or throw a bunch of carpet. <laughs> Good guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just I always wondered. There's a guy Prue Dog all over the place. I'm like, yeah. where did that come from? It just came out there. I mean, I used to, yeah. I remember driving in my Toyota truck and my long hair would be blowing around. And the dudes would like be pulling up and honking and stuff. <laughs> he was a hot Yeah. I got you know, seven women on my mind, and oh, then dog. they were like all mad at each other. Like I told you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Just Sweats. Good for you, man. Let's bring that up. Does anybody remember the Just Sweats debacle? Debacle, schmuckle, no. whatever the hell it's called. You remember? You I know. It? I I don't know it. Okay. I'm so me. Just Sweats was a thing. It was a place, and they sold. Just like sweats. sweat clothes, yeah, you get sweat like, pants, you get like every single university it's a retailer, right? You're talking about retail. That was a small business kind of thing. Okay, it's sketchy. There's like ID channel shit on this, and so it, it was. I worked there. And I had the long hair, and they had like you know all the university sweatshirts from whatever. And I actually learned what the color teal and fuchsia were working there. Yeah, which is kind of funny because I'm like, yeah, I have no idea. But people would come up with a ma'am. And I'm like, it's man. <laughs> oh. Get, get to the dude. So the dude, I forget what the Hawkins. Look this stuff John up, have some fun stuff. If you're bored, look up John Hawkins and Just Sweats, and that story will blow your mind. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. They like killed some homeless dude, put some other uh, ID in there, and they like faked his death, and then it, it, the whole thing was. Is that the crazy. thing that happened in Westerville, Ohio? No, it okay. was uh, Eastland Mall, of course. Oh jeez. In Columbus, though. It yeah. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now yeah, they, he now hated they me because my hair was longer than him, <laughs> than his was, but I didn't kill anybody, so there's that. I'm glad to hear that, Sean. <laughs> well, that I, I know of. Maybe from laughter, I don't know. I mean, that's still up in the air. 
Now that you're talking about this, I do remember this story. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's whack. Just, just it's a little, little weird little, things. Yeah, a little Easter egg for this uh, episode. Yeah. John Hawkins, Just Wax, look that shit up. Well, look it up. Crazy. And now, of course, he's like doing some kind of thing on not how not to kill somebody or embezzle money. I don't know. Oh, he's, he's dead or in jail. No, he's still around. He's living with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> the last I heard. How many how many pending lawsuits do you have right now? I'm not allowed to discuss that. Purely <laughs> <laughs> on on. A, <laughs> I've heard that a couple times. I'm just. It's not it's, slander. It's the truth. It's it's prompting <laughs> it's prompting thoughts, <laughs> thoughts of wonder. They jump on you. Like you want to get on? Want to get on? One. I'm just kidding. I don't have any lawsuits. <laughs> I can't even spell lawsuits. Oh man. So how did you get into um, the uh, the Mandarin right now? That's interesting you ask that. Um, so like I said earlier, I, I started or, uh, late. Uh, I was 36 when I um, was divorced. Yeah. And um, I had my sons half the time and the other half the time I was going to the gym and I still had some extra time. And I was wanting to learn how to play the guitar. Yeah. So... Um, I, uh, I started doing it and I, you know, when I, um, I doubled around and, uh, tried to figure out how to get involved eventually. And, um, stages? I, um, I was doing open stages. I actually ran open stages. That's that crazy. same venue that we weren't allowed to talk okay. about that. I think you threw the Legal name out anyway. I have to talk to you about your open stage and the money you made. But here's the thing, Sean, like I can't, I, I, I well, I can, but I, I don't edit, I don't edit anything. This thing's no, going to go as recorded. I know, I love it. I'm just, I wouldn't try to It's all it. good. It's just trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Lita, we'll be getting a hold of you on how many, much money you made at the uh, open stage about per, uh, per dog. Uh, That's cool. <laughs> so, so Days Gone By is the band that I'm, that I'm in. It's cover band, rock covers. Um, and it, uh, it's a five piece, two guitars, uh, the, the uh, lead guitar player, uh, I don't know if you want me to say his name. He's kind of a private person, sure. um, so I won't do that. But what, his first name's Jeff. Um, it's a great guy. He founded it with our bass player Frank Loff. Loff. I never say his last name correctly. Frank Loffrey. Same. I can't say your name correctly. No, you can't. That's okay. Nobody, nobody can. Um, so uh, Jeff and Frank started the band. Um, everybody at one time worked for a uh, bank. In, in town, right. um, including myself. I worked at the same bank, just not at the same time they did. But the band's been around like 11 years. Um, oh, yeah. They play, play all the, the Burb clubs. And um, I uh, was running a band for five years that I had uh, ultimately had started and was, was uh, marketing and, and booking uh, called The Ride. And uh, yeah. that, was a, that was a fun, fun band. We, we went yeah, five Mike years. Mikey I, yeah, he, he, he uh, played, uh, oh, me too, man, I love, I love Mike. Um, but, uh, you know, Mike moved on from, from that project, and I was happy that um, he was, uh, you know, back in it, right, where, where he was headed. Um, and uh, so I, I stopped booking the band, um, made our three last final gigs, and then the, the balance of the guys uh, started uh, their, own, their own band called My New Ride. Which was oh. good. That had a good uh, that had a good run itself <laughs> on its own too. 
Um, but then uh, I got a I got a um, a message from from Frank um, that's like, hey man, saw that you're uh, you're uh, you know stopping the ride. Um, do you play keys? I was like, I don't, but I play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, um, you know, I said, so he, long story short, we got together, we chatted, um, and, uh, met all the guys, jammed with them a couple times. Um, they were kind of courting, they were trying to figure out whether they wanted a keyboard player. Charles wanted a keyboard player. Yeah. Um, and that makes a lot of sense if you know Charles Valentino. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a soul, soul filled guy that our R and B is where he lives, you know. But he but he does like to get his rock star on too with with uh what we're doing with Jay's Gone By. But um uh long story short, I, I joined a second guitar player about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And um it's cool because we all we're all um we all have day jobs. Um that, that are that are <laughs> that are very demanding. It's crazy. Oh, it's well lazy bastard and, and, and with that Sean, the uh, the collision of schedules too, man. It's brutal trying to oh, yeah. trying to get gigs uh, to align with with dates. Um, but uh, we do, I don't know, we do about do about a dozen gigs a year, and that's good for everyone. And we yeah. have we have some fun uh, places. We we've played Fenders, we played uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. Right. We'd love to play the Keystone Patio. We do a lot of patio type uh, stuff. I agree. I mean, I Rock. think you, you can oversaturate your band if you if you play every week. Uh, people just but keep. In their mind, they'll go, oh, well, I'll just see him next week and then not show that's I'll just same, see him next week and not show that same up. set list. They played that the last time. <laughs> we don't do it. We try to mix it up. You know? Oh, we got to mix it up. Yeah. Still. But uh, um, that's yeah. how I started that. Yeah, no, no, I love that. That's great. That's good stuff. Yeah, rocking. Um, I play Les Paul guitars for the most part. Um, Beth Beth had a uh, custom guitar made for me. It's a, more of a Telecaster. It's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Her nephew nice. built it. Nice. Um, it's, it's, uh, I'll show it to you when we're, when we're done here. Do you remember the first time we jammed besides the Quaker Steak and Lube? I do. It was during COVID. It was. It was during COVID. Yeah. And I got a phone call or a text or something from uh, a like friend of ours, right? Darren. Darren. Uh, oh, the Need. They just played. Oh, yeah. They were great. I just we saw them. That's cool. We guys were at that show. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, the Winger show, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they should have turned. I think I saw a post of yours. Out I there. just don't get it. <laughs> Can you not hear the guitar? I can't. <laughs> and I'm a um, bass player. You know, I, the baby, I mean, I can't come out and go, hey, the bass was too low because everybody's like, yeah, whatever, man. But no, it's a common thing. But yeah, we played uh, in the basement. It was fun. Uh, I think I played guitar. You know? did, yeah. And I was, I was blown away because I, I knew you as this. Uh, killer bass player and um you picked up a guitar and i was playing rhythm guitar you were playing lead yeah freaked me out a little bit uh how good you are Probably on the guitar too. <laughs> but that was a fun night but I, I i had a lot to drink that night and so i don't think my energy was was where it needed to be and Julie, you know what i mean we got locked outside in the garage can come in remember that it was at trouble Dar- at darren's house oh man <laughs> She eventually made it back in. It was okay. We're not going to lock her out here. <laughs> but we are running out of time. <laughs> hey, okay. No, no. But you come. Good. Yeah, so uh, let's keep an eye out on for, for Prudog here. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm having a ball. 
Me I mean, too. I think it's fun to interview you as well. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do more. Let's just team up. We'll do more. Let's just team up. We can do, we can talk. Right, let, <laughs> tell you what, let's get a little more details on your legal. Well, legal department. And, really and then, then we'll talk, <laughs> okay, man? <laughs> I'm glad you guys made the time tonight, Hell man. yeah, brother, this, this place is amazing. Everybody, you guys gotta come out here and do stuff. <laughs> I have a whole list of people. You should bring the Kulos up here. You know Josh and Angela. I do, and, and um, I, I ran into them in Gehenna um, oh, yeah. at the uh, at Gatsby's one night. Um, we didn't get an opportunity to talk about it because I was I was just getting this off the ground. But yeah, um, they're definitely they're definitely on my list. Yeah, both of them Paul, together. Paul Bernardo. Yes. Here. Yes. Yeah, the Nikki Marie. Yes. Um, the uh, they're on the list for. Um, uh, the uh, Columbus Oktoberfest. Right, we need to get so, Anthony Clay up in here. Cool, man. From Green 13. We'll talk. Maybe uh, Dan Orr, he's yeah. fine. Yes, and uh, you know, and a and lot of- He doesn't of these... go to the bathroom ever. <sighs> so there's that, you're actually saving water when Dan Orr comes here. I, I know, I don't know these guys, but I, I have no problem uh, messaging people and introducing myself yeah, I'm, and I'm, they're I'm cool. Set you up. But I, I'll show you who I have, I'm lined up through the oh, end of the year. Oh, no, that's great. But we'll, we'll work them in. Yeah, we'll work them in. I think we should, you know, at least try to get the, the acoustic guys in. Oh, yeah. Too. Because, you know, I mean, that's what they do. They do that for their for their livelihood. Yeah, we, uh, definitely. And you it would be I mean? helpful we'll to... Bring them in. Absolutely. And I, I greatly appreciate that assistance. That's, yeah, that's yeah, freaking yeah. awesome. That's all I'm here to do is uh, drink tequila and offer assistance. <laughs> Hopefully we can hear you on this episode. I don't know. So. I mean, I'm kind of over here. I have a loud voice. You're like a you're like a kid in the candy store, man. Well, we'll start episode three at two in the morning when you're like, then the make Shut him, won't you shut up? He's in the kitchen. He's eating everything. He's really loud. It's all good. Man. <laughs> all right, that's all a right, wrap. Brother. That's a wrap Thank for this you, episode, episode fourteen. And love you too, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Hell yes. Have a great evening. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Sean Pruden. Thank you, sir. Bye bye.